I'm posting this video for those who are deep into discussing the double slit experiment or the general theory of waves versus particles. If you don't know much about this topic, you can catch up quickly by doing a search. It's a hot commodity here on YouTube, so there are endless detailed videos available. So check that out if you need to. You know, I once read somewhere that there are really four types of people. Well, from my perspective, actually only one type of person, but at least four distinct types of behaviors can easily be noted in individuals who are participating in a conscious and active search for the truth. The first type, and the most profound type, is the enlightened being. This type is usually slow to speak or draw attention to themselves, personally saying or writing very little. In fact, what is captured is most often collected by their followers. Though the number of seminars we sign up for and DVD sets we buy indicate that we apparently believe quite the opposite, the truth is, you really won't find these truly enlightened individuals trying to organize groups or putting out books or DVDs or self-help programs or holding seminars in secluded locations. That's simply not how they do it. Which leads us to the second type. The second type of individual often tries to convince you that he or she is like the first type, but their behavior is quite the opposite of an enlightened individual. They often demonstrate behavior somewhat like a professional writer. Their method is to seek the facts, and subsequently, they can only touch the truth in an external and superficial way. They are bound and limited by their quest for what is objective, and therefore cannot continue to proceed along the true path until they abandon the habit of external fact-gathering. Producing and charging for memberships, groups, articles, books, papers, DVDs, or seminars in secluded locations seems to be an ongoing goal for this type. Then we have our third type of truth seeker who is actually much closer to the enlightened or realized individual. They are a true spiritual seeker, someone who is very much on the true path, and as they continue on this path, they freely share what they are learning along the way to any who are interested in hearing it. They are not usually concerned with becoming well-known, publishing books or DVDs, but actively seek to make equally available to any and all whatever they have to share. And in the fourth group, we have the intellectuals, or sometimes pseudo-intellectuals, doctors, scientists, and deep thinkers in general who evolve highly sophisticated models and explanations for the unexplained and mystical. Though many of these people seem to have witnessed a personal mystical event, they seek explanation for it in a verifiable way. They need to see it defined in the lab, or at least on paper. This fourth type of individual, or behavior, is what we see when we encounter those who labor and theorize with the double slit experiment or just waves versus particles in general. But there is something that has always seemed apparent to me, and as it seems to shift our focus into an entirely different direction, I feel compelled to share it with you for you to consider. The topic of waves and particles is indeed fascinating, but it seems to me these experiments and theories are tragically flawed right from the start. Because the topic is always approached as if we're talking about two different things. Waves and particles, like apples and oranges. And we proceed to attempt to evaluate them as though they were two different things. But I don't think that they are. 
I think they are just two different behaviors of the very, very, very same thing. They act entirely different, but they are both still expressions or behaviors of the same thing. They're both apple, just apple showing itself in two different behaviors or expressions. Whether you agree or not, let's pretend for just a moment that this is true and we recognize that we are simply looking at different behaviors rather than trying to verify and analyze the attributes of what seems to be two different things. Because if we do this, then the real question comes into focus. And to me, the real question, if there is any, is what is the trigger? If it is indeed just two different behaviors of the same thing, how does this one thing demonstrate these two distinct behaviors or expressions of being? What pulls the trigger? We can look at music for help in this answer. Here we have a CD which can be viewed as demonstrating the attributes of a particle because it seems to be localized. From our current perspective and understanding, it seems to be right here. The potential for the music is encoded on the surface of this seemingly localized disk and therefore also seems to be part of this localization. But when we read this encoding with a CD player, we hear music. The music is revealed to us and the music is not localized. The CD still seems to be right here, but the music now seems to be demonstrating the attributes of a wave. You can hear the music right here or walk into an adjoining room where, assuming your room isn't soundproof and you have the volume turned up sufficiently for your ability to hear, you will also find the music is present there as well because it is demonstrating the behavior of a wave and it's non-localized. It's in the room where it's being played and it is also present in the adjoining room. So the real and valuable question to me isn't to debate endlessly about the wonder and mystery of these two different behaviors, but to ask what causes what we perceive as this one thing to exhibit these two different behaviors. The question should be, how is this happening? What is triggering it? What is actually determining what different potential expressions or behaviors can be manifested and when? Obviously the wave behavior demonstrates a fluidity of sorts. It has the ability to seek and find entrance to permeate. It's pretty cool. But a particle is equally convenient. I mean, what if you didn't know exactly where your chair was when you were trying to sit down? So the behavior of particles can also be most useful. And to me, both behaviors are wonderful, but the behaviors are the product of something else. Something else is defining where and when we see the behavior of localization like a particle or the fluidity and permeation of a wave. A popular belief is that our awareness, which is sometimes described as our belief or assumption, is what pulls the trigger on whether something demonstrates the localized behavior of a particle or the dispersed and permeating behavior of a wave. I have an intuition that feels correct. My intuition is that it is always simply both. It is always both the wave and the particle. And it is our perspective, our awareness, that hands us the results we see, something like this. What do you see here? 
Go ahead and pause the video if you need to. Is it an old hag or is it a young girl? Or here? Or here? Or like these magic eye images? Nothing is actually changing in any of these images. Everything is always present at all times. It depends upon us as to what we encounter when we take this image into our awareness. But nothing changes other than our perspective. All possible interpretations are always ever present. My intuition tells me that the wave behavior and the particle behavior act in the same way. Both are ever present. But if this is true, then what directs your focus to manifest one view or the other? It's your consciousness, your awareness. It's your perspective that pulls the trigger on what you appear to see. So as always, what you get depends upon you. I offer you these thoughts for your consideration.